Hello, welcome to It's Literal the Pod. And it's your girl, Brittany, definitely here to, you know, talk my stuff today. Um, I'm like so excited to be able to chat and to give you guys content. It's definitely like the joy that um, I need in my life. So I appreciate the consistency. I appreciate um, the support. And I will continue to make sure I show up for us um, moving forward. So let's get into it today. Let's chat it up a little bit. Um, How was Thanksgiving, everybody? I'm like not huge on Thanksgiving, but I am very thankful, you know, this year. Super thankful. Um. And I, unfortunately, like one of my cousins was murdered the day of Thanksgiving, like early in the morning. It was one of those experiences that I didn't, couldn't possibly expect, right? Like how? Um, And it's so unfortunate that we have to deal with this today, um, no matter where we live at which hood we from, (laughs) you know, you have to deal with, um, the people you love lives being in jeopardy. Um, my cousin had recently moved. Um, I think he was, you know, starting to really thrive and live his life. And, um, someone decided to cut it short because of their ill, Wheel and their, you know, mentor, mental turmoil. Um, and in that sense, he died a hero protecting someone that he loved, which was important to him. Um, but, you know, I just, just want to give that time to say, you know, shout out to my cousin, um, you know, RIP, rest in peace to you, um, you know, and much love to my family. Um, want to give a, you know, shout out to my aunt and tell her that, you know, we holding her down and she needs something that we hear for her. It's really tough, um, to even think about what she's dealing with and how she's handling this. Um, cause I couldn't imagine it. Like I couldn't imagine burying my, my son, like, no. You know, like, no, not my firstborn, not my baby, um, you know, my real love. I couldn't imagine it. And so I'm hoping and um, I'm wishing that she's been through a lot. Um, and I just hope that she's able to maneuver through this without, you know, hate in her heart. Um, because I couldn't imagine it. Like I said, it would be truly something that will be, um, something that I would have to, (sighs) yeah, I don't know, you know, (laughs) I don't know, I don't know how I would handle it, how I would handle it, but anyways, um, let's get into today's topics, um, I'm going to keep us here for a little bit of time, but I'm not going to keep us here forever today, And I want to make sure that I'm pushing out more content consistently. And so I'll make sure that I probably will upload later in the week again um, and just have like a consistent cadence of uploading content because I'm loving being here. I'm loving chatting with you guys. 
and I'm enjoying the feedback. So shout out to y'all. So productivity tip of the week, productivity tip of the, oh, I should say productivity tip of the day, actually, because I'm probably going to record again later this week, but productivity tip of the day. Um, I say just get out of the bed when the alarm goes off. Don't even sit there and wait because when you sit there and wait, you get even more tired. You start thinking about like, oh, I needed extra sleep because of this or I needed extra sleep because of that. Um, and I think that's like reasonable, right? And also, you're in the bed where you should be sleeping. The only thing I do in my bedroom is sleep. <laughs> For the most part, the only thing I do in my bedroom <laughs> is sleep. So, um, yeah, like what else I need to get up? If I want to be productive, I'm not going to be in my bed being productive. I need to just get up out of my bed and do my thing. I've been listening to these affirmations too my abundance affirmations and my positive affirmations. Um, and with that, I basically been able to stay like on task, like stay focused with what I'm trying to do in the morning, or at least it helps me like frame my mindset because when you're somebody and you're trying to make or when you are making things happen right when you're getting your life when you're moving forward in life and life is working for you people are attacking like people whole goal is to to knock you down at your knees like their their whole goal is to just come through knock you down hope you don't get up um, and so for me, the positive affirmations and the abundance affirmations has helped me frame my mindset to stay positive because for so long, I was surrounded by negativity. Like I was, I would wake up to negative negativity. I would wake up to disrespect. I would wake up to, um, emotional stress right I would wake up to this to this this was my environment and it's no dig at anyone right because as adults and human beings we are navigating life for ourselves and if we don't start the healing process then this is who we are right we're going to be manifesting this this negative these negative energies and um just having these experiences that don't feel great. And because of that, um, as an adult, and because I have the space, right? I don't have any children. I'm single right now. Um, I've taken time out a few years to be single, to really get to know myself and to understand what I want. I'm really set in that solitude. And now I'm able to identify um where the piece is and like where I need to go forward and move forward. So saying all that to say, um, being able to design your morning, like have a morning routine that allows you to express yourself to in the way that you want to express yourself, um, to gain what you want to gain, 
uh, is important because if you allow other people to set the tone for your day, then you might have more challenges than you welcome. And that's one of the things that I've been working on regularly now is just being able to move forward um, throughout all of the, the, the challenges being able to say, okay, well, you know, this is a challenge that I'm facing. Um, I did everything I could do to, to avoid, you know, having this challenge and it's here. So I have to go through it. I have to go through it. Um, and I, I, I can no longer avoid it. Right. Because I've done all the things I've, I've done the work I've, I've, you know, I've, I've studied, I've researched, you know, whatever case it may be, or I've been kind or I've been supportive, you know, I've done the work. And although the challenge is here, um, it is not because I didn't do the work, it's because I have to face it. And so now that's what I'm doing. But I'm facing it with, you know, my morning routine, like the positive affirmations, the abundance affirmations. And I'm like getting over that imposter syndrome and I'm, I'm digging my heels into the sand and saying, no, I belong here and I need to be here. And I'm starting that early in the morning. Um, and that's been helping me. And there are some days where I just don't do it. Right. And I just have to admit that. Like there's some days where there's some nights where I've gone to bed and I was just severely unhappy. Um, And that has carried over in my mornings and I didn't do my positive affirmations and my abundance affirmations, right? I probably did something else, like something that helps me escape, um, something that doesn't necessarily like help me uh, think positively maybe, or I've done things that has helped me navigate in the past that I've used as a coping mechanism. That's not always the most healthy Um, but we have to give ourselves grace. Like we can't be too hard on ourselves. Uh, I have a counselor, a therapist. I recommend that to everyone. And, uh, I was talking to her recently and she was talking about victimhood and well, no, 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 that's not what happened. She was saying that I was hard on myself and I was like, yeah, cause I don't want to be a victim. And so I'm bringing that to the table today. Um, And I want us to think about that too. You know, when we're going through our mornings and we're getting ready for the day, uh, so many of us have gotten on this accountability train and, you know, we've owned it. We've made changes. Like we've, we've pushed through. We've become people that we never saw ourselves becoming. And it's awesome. Um, But there's also an area there where you have to give yourself grace and you have to be kinder to yourself. Um, And you have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to fall short. Um, Yeah, because that's a part of the process. Like failing is a part of the process. And so I'm saying that to us, like, I'm giving, I'm saying, give us some grace, like give yourself some grace. If you know, you're on this self-love journey like me, um, I don't want to get emotional on the mic, but if you're on this, um, self-love journey like me and 
you know, you're just navigating, you're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Give yourself some, some grace, you know, you're, you're not, um, you're not choosing victimhood by acknowledging the facts. So if you've had some experiences where, you know, it it carried over to the next morning and you're like, no, I want to be positive and I want to get this out of my mind and I want to do this and I want to do that. Is that something that you need to address? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that an area that needs to be handled that, you know, your positivity is awesome, but you have to be positive through that challenge. Like you have to be able to say, okay, no, this is bothering me. I deserve more. Um, I desire more and things of that nature and, you know, deal with the pain of that, that desire and that deserving instead of denying yourself the reality of the situation. Um, because I've been there like uh, through my self-love journey and through my accountability journey, I've given way too many people passes, um, and people tear you apart. You know, like people, you show too much empathy, you start gaslighting yourself. And I probably said that before already, but that's, that's, that's where I've been. And that's what I've realized. Um, So many people are emotionally immature and they're pushing that upon you and you're taking it personally. And there's, there's nothing to be taken there. You know, that, that is, that is there, that is for them to be accountable for. But what you don't have to do is deal with it. When they're being emotionally immature, you don't have to deal with it. You can move past the situation or you can acknowledge the fact that they're being emotionally immature. And that is that is your dealing. You've acknowledged it. Okay, they're emotionally immature, you know. So there's so many different ways that we could navigate um, some of these experiences if we reframe our mindset in the morning um, through our morning routine, just getting out of the bed when the alarm goes off. Don't even sit there and wait, you know, Um, do your positive affirmations, abundance affirmations, get through that imposter syndrome. And really show up for yourself, you know, with the love that you want, um, the love that you desire, the love that you deserve. And when you fall short, acknowledge that, you know, because the people that we love, that we support, it's going to be times where they fall short and we have to give them grace. Um, and so that's just being human in our failing it's also learning. It's also it's also a part of that the the growth process. It's just it's just acknowledging, you know, like yeah, I fell short. But I'm okay with that. Because tomorrow I'm gonna get right back on that train and I'm gonna try it again. Because I'm not gonna always fall short. The more practice I get the more this is going to be second nature to me. 
And then it's going to be another area, right? Where it's like, oh, well, I'm falling short there because we can't be 100% in everything. It's beyond realistic. And we would, we really wouldn't want that lifestyle. I know I don't. I don't want the lifestyle of being 100% on everything. I, I'm so accurate on so many things right now. People give me such a hard time. It's like, what is going on? Because I want to help. I see somebody struggling. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can help. And because they feel like I'm, I'm coming for them, like I'm, I'm, I'm a competition now because I want to help. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not who I come here for. That's not what, that's not who I am as a person. Like, no, I just want to love you. That's it. I just want to show you love because I want people to show me love. Oh, that's it. And I think so many of us are there. So many of us just want to show love, right? And we show up to places and people just want to chew us up and spit us out. Um, and we're in a space of, you know, it's crazy. I was watching, uh, I don't know, this is a tangent, but I'm going to go on it. I was watching House of Villains. I love House of Villains. Um, I have my, like, my Taurus son is in my eighth house. And if you're in astrology, you know, that means like my son is in the, is in darkness. Um, and so I enjoy dark things, uh, to me, like I love like dark comedy, things like that. Probably have already mentioned that before on the pot, but, um, that's just my, that's my jam. And through so many years, I had to work through enjoying darkness um because it was like wait I like this am I this person but the truth of the matter is like no I'm not a dark individual like I love love like I love people I love life I love like I just love um but I've been through some stuff and you know in my past lives in my childhood like I've had challenges and it has disturbed the way I respond or responded um and that shows up in your natal charts. So if you guys are in astrology, take a look at that. But what I was saying was like I was watching House of Villains. And if you are a millennial like me, I'm I'm dating myself right now for sure with my age. But I used to watch uh, The Hills coming up. Like that was my show. I love The Hills. And it was uh, Spencer Pratt was on there. I loved Spencer Pratt. Spencer was on House of Villains yesterday or the last show. And I just watched it uh, on demand yesterday. And he, if you're following like his TikTok and stuff, he's like become very like me. Like we're super chill now. Like I used to be a wild girl. (laughs) I used to tell people exactly how I felt about them every single day. Like, that you had to know, which is crazy, right? Like, you just don't tell people how you feel about them every day. It's irrational to do that. But that's who I used to be. If you were in my life, I told you how I felt about you regularly. Uh, Spencer Pratt was similar to this on TV, on reality TV. And that is what shaped his villain persona. Um, But now that he's back, on the show, he has t- 
totally changed his persona. He's this Zen dude. He's been meditating. He um, lives in Los Angeles. You know, he does his mushrooms and he's just super chill. And it's like, you know, to me, it's like night and day like myself. But that's also a part of, you know, like he might have sun in the eighth house because, you know, it's like night or day. You have to go through all that darkness to see the light. And um, when you get there, you stay there. Now you stuck. Like I, all I can see is light. Like all I'm going towards is greatness. Like even when that rainbow comes out through all of the storms, that is the beauty of everything for me. Regularly, I live for a rainbow at this point. Like, like I know that that the sun is gonna shine again. That's my lifestyle. Um. And to see that yesterday, it it warmed my heart to to see the people on the show say, "Oh no, Spencer has changed. He's not the same person. He's lost all of his uh, villain capabilities." Right? They're saying all of these things, and to me, it was awesome to see. But Spencer is still Spencer. Spencer is still he still has his villain capabilities. Those villain capabilities didn't go anywhere. Trust me, those villain capabilities are still there. Uh, because I still have my villain capabilities. <laughs> they are still there. Um, but I choose not to to display that part of me. Like it's not, it's so, it's so, it's so exhausting to be that person, to be irrational, right? To be disrespectful, to be hurtful. It's so exhausting to be there. And, you know, it's also exhausting to deal with people when they're emotional, when they're disrespectful, um, when they're irrational. Because, and I take it back, emotional isn't a problem, but it's usually when you're being irrational in your emotions and you're being disrespectful. You know, you're lashing out and things like that because I've been there and I understand it. I, I respect it in so, many, in so many situations where somebody is lashing out. Um, because you know, that's it, it, they was driven there, but it's exhausting to deal with it. You have to admit it. Like it's exhausting to deal with it on the other end. So yeah, I kind of went off on a tangent about productivity, productivity tip of the day. Um, but yeah, the goal is to do your best. The goal isn't to be perfect. We fall short so many times, you know, especially me. I wake up some days and I create an entire to-do list. And I probably check off like one of those items off that to-do list. Um, That's just a part of my lifestyle sometimes where I just have to go ahead and just sit with that and say, okay, no, I'm not, not going to be as productive as I want it to be today. Tomorrow I'll try again. So it's just a part of life. But what we're not going to do is allow so many other people, the outside influences, change the way we want to operate. So we're not going to let them exhaust us immediately in the morning. We get up, check our email, and we're done for the day because somebody has, you know, sent a mean email, a nasty email. Somebody has, you know, challenged us on something that was not challengeable, right? Um, 
or we're getting a text message from somebody we love telling us something that, you know, that's bothering them or telling us something that we need to work on. Um, or, you know, you're just having a struggle, you know, you got kids to take care of and your kids giving you a hard time. Uh, no telling, like it's so many different scenarios that's happening that we allow people to, to pull from us so early on in the morning, early on in the day. Um, they exhaust us so, so early on that we're unable to, to restructure that day and to get that day back on track. And I'm not saying that I'm, um, that I'm resolved from this. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not saying that this doesn't happen to me because it happens to me often. Uh, but what I am saying is that I'm working on it and I hope you are too. These positive affirmations, these abundance affirmations has been super useful. And so I'm going to just throw that over there to you too. All right, let's get to our next segment. Bitch, stay fit. So I'm not going to lie. The holiday break, um, it's like troubling sometimes when it's about like staying fit because your schedule be kind of crazy. You kind of forget that you have a routine because maybe you don't have to go to work or the like the gym hours be changing. Um, you just have other priorities at the time you watching all these christmas movies you getting in your feels about stuff it's just so much um so yeah i mean it's a little bit more challenging right now but i just say you know you gotta keep going you gotta keep keep being consistent and keep approaching the goals that you want and what you want to look like and who you want to be who you want to grow into as a person you know all those things that people tell you often um and it you get tired of hearing it you know but us that are on our self-love journey us that are trying to to be the best person that we can be every day we know that these things are important and so although we don't want to hear it we we need to like we need people to tell us I know I'm one of those people where I'm so thankful for like one of my friends that that's in my life. Um, I, him and I, we have so many challenges um, as far as like our communication, things like that, because we've known each other for a while and I haven't always been this person, but he is so motivating to me and so um, inspiring because he's consistent. Like he stays consistent with his workouts. He stays consistent um, with his uh, his eating, his diet, his nutrition, he stays really consistent with these things, and it shows. Every time I see him, he looks the same. I'd be like, oh, mm, mm. you know, he looks he looks great. Like as far as like his body and everything, he's really in shape, and he's just a uh, just you know got it together. Um, and I aspire to be like that. Like I want to be super consistent and making this a part of my life and I have been so I will say that for us with grief and depression during this time of the year can also be a troubling matter you know not just the holidays but because we're changing seasons um, so many people are going through seasonal depression um, me personally like I mentioned my 
cousin was murdered. Um, I've had like, I think three family members before him that passed away within like the matter of three weeks or like a month span. So there's been four family members in like three, two to three months that have died. So I've been dealing with a lot of grief. Um, and I understand how that impacts people. Like grief has impacted me in ways that I didn't, didn't know grief wouldn't impact me. Like I deal with death really well, but the fact that I've had so many people close to me die and they haven't truly been like super close to me. They've, they are close to people that I'm close to. So it's like people that I love are hurting regularly. And not only do I have to navigate that but I also have to be able to navigate my own emotions that I'm that I'm channeling from them when I'm experiencing the conversations um so yeah it's a lot and trying to go to the gym stay fit is difficult but be sure to create a schedule um get you an accountability partner if that's necessary. Like I said, my friend is really inspirational. I don't even like to see him be, if I haven't gone to the gym. Like if I haven't gone to the gym in a couple of weeks, I don't even want to see him. Cause I'm gonna be feeling like a complete moron. I, I haven't gone to the gym in a couple of weeks and he's probably been to the gym 20 times and I haven't gone once. Um, so, you know, having an accountability partner, having people around you that are living a lifestyle that you want to live can be super beneficial in these areas because yeah you are depressed and yeah you're grieving but you know these people are looking at you like get it together and sometimes that is you know some motivation for me it's motivation not that I want to please people but I want to please myself um and when they tell me I need to get it together now I'm looking at myself in a mirror like do I need to get it together um <laughs> so I like to keep it all together for myself so when somebody tell me something maybe like oh you need to go to the gym I don't know, <laughs> I've been to the gym five days this week think again tell me something else I need to do because going to the gym ain't it <laughs> so yeah I'm that type of person sometimes you know well a lot of times because yeah, I got myself together. I got it together. And when you got it together, then people can't tell you nothing. <sighs> so, yeah, bitch, stay fit. Sales tip of the day. Sales tip of the day. Break it down. Break it, break it down. Break it, break it down. All right. That's enough. Um, sales tip of the day. If you have a business and you don't have a, like a customer persona created like for your target market, you might be targeting the wrong people. I remember when me and my... When me and my friends created a clothing line back in the day, we had no target market. Like, we didn't know who our target market was. We didn't care. We just wanted to 
bust these sales. <laughs> I'm trying to get these sales off. That's really all we did the entire time. Uh, and like we had people in our lives that were sales professionals that were telling us, you need a target market. You need to do this. You need to create a customer persona. You need to know who you're marketing to. You need all of this. And we just wouldn't listen. Like, no way. We weren't listening. We just, how? Where? What do you mean? We're getting sales. Well, we need to do that. Um, But I'm going to say to you today that it was super beneficial to start that process, I remember once we created a target market, we had these signature t-shirts and them boys sold out immediately um, because we understood our target market. Our target market were people that were going to be able to afford these t-shirts and we we sold them, like I said, immediately. They were basically sold before we even put them on a website. So create a customer persona. Definitely do that. I'm launching a new business soon. Um, I'm not telling y'all what that business is about yet because I haven't launched it. And I don't need nobody stealing my ideas. Uh, Thank you. And so when I launch it, I will have my customer persona like pretty much etched out because I have the data that I need for it. And so in order to create a customer persona, you're going to need data. Again, you're going to need data. So if, if you're collecting data online, if you have like an online store, you should be collecting data to know like who your market is, who's buying from you, where they're located, what type of people are they, what might be their interests and things of that, that nature. So demographics and psychographics are extremely important when it comes to the customer persona. Um, I love the psychographics. I think demographics are usually pretty easy to find. But psychographics are pretty difficult, like what people do for um, fun, like what they do uh, as um, like where they go to school at, what they're studying, you know, what their interests and principles are. It's basically the psychographics. So I look forward to that all the time. To me, it's the best part of sales. Um, believe it or not, well, actually, it goes into marketing. So this is where that great area of sales and marketing and people say well sales and marketing aren't the same and truly they aren't you know like sales enablement is placed in there which is customer personas and that's more of a sales enablement tool and I specialize in sales enablement um I've been trying to specialize in other things like tech sales stuff like that but really I do well in sales enablement. I enjoy it a lot, data, stuff like that. So if you guys need a customer persona, you've been collecting data, reach out to me. I'll let you know what's going on and um, help you out with that persona for sure. I don't have no problem with that. <laughs> I love that stuff. Um, all right, so let's keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it going. Let's keep it jiggy. And I said I was gonna keep us that long today, and I'm not. Like, we not we not gonna do this for that long. We about to just move on past. So I wanted to talk about my sports tip of the day. 
sports talk, sports talk. Your girl loves some sports talk. Um, Angel Reese. Now, I think I mentioned her before on the pod because I'm a fan. You know, I don't really be a fan of too many people. But when you balling and you cute and you a Taurus, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I see you. I'm fanning all day. And I like Flage, I like Flage as well. I was going to say, and I liked because I'm a side picker. I'm a pick a side. <laughs> oh, do those gray areas. <laughs> when it comes to people I rock with, uh-uh. You going to know I'm rocking with you, baby. Uh-uh. You ain't going to even question that. I'm riding with you if you right or wrong. And my loyalty got me in too, too much trouble. Um, but Angel Reese, I don't really know these people, so. Or Fly J, so I ain't picking a side. I don't have nothing to do with that that beef. If it's real beef out here. Um, but anyways, Angel had bad grades, supposedly. I don't believe that story. I think... I do think she has bad grades, but I don't believe that's why she's been suspended. Um, I think she's been suspended because she's not listening to her coach. She's being the champion that she is. Like she's she's putting her coach in her place. And when you are a a black woman that you know you are unapologetically yourself, and you've gotten on TV and you've said it, um, you've gotten the white house you know to say to comment on things that you've said uh i don't think kim mulkey can handle an angel reese you know what i'm saying i don't think kim mulkey wants to be in a conversation with about angel reese at this moment because angel reese has too much pull kim mulkey wouldn't be the status that she is right now if it wasn't for angel reese and kim knows that so when you are, I don't know how many black women has had this experience where you are battling with white women in, in professional settings. Um, I've had that experience ever since I was like a young, a young, a young lad coming into the game. Um, I remember what, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. I'm like, my apologies. I remember what, 22, I was 22. I was fresh out of undergrad. Well, I wasn't even uh, done with undergrad yet because I had failed a course. That's a whole other story. And I was still taking this course that I had failed. Um, but I had walked or whatever. But, you know, whatever. Uh, my, my grades was good, though. I had a 3.0. I had just failed this course called Early American Literature because it was, like, telling me some stuff that I did not believe. And we're going to talk about that one day, just not today. Um, but anywho, so I had got my... My first job, my first job, kind of right when I had got out of undergrad, I was like finishing up one course and it was this girl there. She had not, she didn't have a degree yet and she didn't finish school. She wasn't planning on finishing school. She was going to school for like a green energy or something weird anyways, which doesn't even, who cares about that now? Sorry, 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 sorry to the, sorry to that man. Um, But anyways. So, um, of course, like I said, I had just sort of finished my degree. Still taking one class, but my degree was pretty much finished. 
she gave me such a hard time. The moment I met her, she was like, I'm crazy. Like, that's what she told me. I'm manic and depressive or, or depressed or something like weird. And I know I'm kind of making this about me, but, you know, it is kind of like my pot. So ooh. my apologies. I'm just trying to relate to the Angel Reese thing. <laughs> so with this, I feel like this isn't like the only experience I've had, but this is one of the experiences I've had where I've had somebody come to me, tell me, oh, I'm dep- I'm manic, I'm this, you know, just to, to me, it was for her to set a tone, to level set, to let me know not to mess with her or whatever. And I was a black girl from the hood at the time. Like at the time I was, I was like classy ratchet, but baby, like my ex was doing t- 12 years for uh human traffic i mean for sex trafficking human tra- for for uh not human trafficking or sex trafficking drug trafficking <laughs> that's what it's for i was thinking trafficking and then i'm like what type of trafficking is it and no not human trafficking he would never um but anyways i was like that's i was that deep in the trenches like i was dating me and i, I had no business being around and they respected me. I respected them because I held my own. Um, and so that's the type of girl that I always been. Now, like I said, we just talked about that villain era. You know, I've had my villain era. I've been that girl that you just didn't want to mess with because for what? Like, what do you want? What are you here for? Um, and so when she came at me like that, you know, I bucked up. I got it together and I handled that situation the best that I could eventually. But I wasn't at that job that long. Like I say, about about six six months, I was in and out, um, and it was truly because I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready to deal with a Kim Mulkey. Like I wasn't ready to deal with the things that came in those environments with those people that are so entitled. Because um, when you're bringing something to the table, and because not only that, when she came at me that day to set a tone. She quickly realized that that song, that tone that she thought she was setting was irrelevant because I killed her in every way possible. I was getting done with my, my with my work in like an hour once I get to the office. So I would have like seven hours to do nothing all day. You know what I'm saying? Because every and everything is a one excellent. And then and when it, and when it wasn't excellent, I made it excellent. Much like after when someone would say, oh, well, this you can fix or this you can fix. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because I'm a girl within. I learned a lot um, within that process. But I was, a, you know, a speed demon because I was just fresh out of college taking classes year round for the past four years. You know, I had a, a huge workload. So going into the office with less of a workload, I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, this is nothing for me. I can do this. So I was killing her at the game. And when it comes to like the Kim Mulkey and the uh, Angel Reese situation, Kim could never be an angel. Like, I think she's looking at her experiences in college and who she is and who Angel is because she just fought to get um, more money as a coach because the, her players was making cash money. And Angel going to keep pulling in that dough because she's a Taurus. And as Taurus women, we're going to pull in that dough all day if we want it, if we know we deserve it. Like, that dough is going to come. It ain't no way around that. Um, so, you know, I don't even know what Angel Chart is. I just know she's a Taurus son. And not only are we, like, money getters, but we we bosses. Like, and we bossy. 
Like either you gonna either you gonna get down or you gonna lay down. <laughs> At least that's how I used to be. <laughs> either you gonna get down or you gonna lay down. Nah, I just let people do them, and I just you know move around, but still same difference. Either you gonna get down or you gonna lay down for real, for real. I don't know why I'm sitting up here acting like that ain't what it is, cause that is what it is. Um, but yeah. I feel like that that Angel Reese and Kim Mulkey stuff is some bullshit. I don't really know what's going on. I don't know who's doing what. I don't know how we could even help Angel in this situation. But what I do know is that I don't like the rhetoric that's being spewed behind it. Um, I don't like the fact that Angel isn't traveling with the team. I, there's so many things I don't like because if she's injured, I wish they would just say that. Um period that's what I wish and then when it comes to like that Flage and Angel Reese moms the, the moms going back and forth on the internet like that's tacky as hell like y'all gotta grow up at some point if mom that's one of the things that I respect about my mom more than anything is that she do not play little kid games like she will not be on social media for what she don't even feel like that stuff is like necessary for her. And for these mothers, I understand they they get into their their dog, their daughter's bags, like they're helping them make more money. Um and they're living through them vicariously because they've, you know, cultivated them. You know, they carried them, made them. So of course they want to be a part of their their success, but when you do that type of stuff, you also have to be mindful of the approach that you're taking um and and understand that we all fail at leadership in some sense we fail at everything that we do you know because it's a it's a growing pain you have to get better but i, I don't make excuses for flage mama and um Andrea's mom for going back and forth. Y'all put too much tea on the timeline. And it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't good, done in good taste. I thought it was poorly done. And then I just, I hate that for Angel and Flage. But it looks like Flage is thriving because she's a sophomore. And, or I think she's a sophomore. She might be a junior this year. I don't know. That's questionable. I'll check into that. Um, and I know this is Angel Reese's last year. And so it's probably more important for Kim Mulkey for Flage to get the run that she is getting. And, and it's probably not that important for Angel Reese because she doesn't even plan to go to the WNBA. Um, she makes too much money without the WNBA. And if she does go to the WNBA, it's not going to do anything but keep her you know in sports but it's not going to be her main priority and so I think a lot of people are witnessing that now um luckily I think she's dating somebody that will probably go to the NBA or yeah I think he's he plays men basketball um or she'll date an NBA player or somebody and so she doesn't really need to be in the NBA and I don't know I'm just speaking for myself as a woman as a girl that used to play sports uh, I love sports a lot, but what I really liked about the sports was the like the team environment, like that that atmosphere. 
um, and the bonding that came with it and stuff like that. I didn't really care too much about like playing basketball all the time. Like I didn't really need to do that. Like I didn't really need to go to practice. I really hated practice. Mm, who wanted to do that? And it just was too much pressure every day to 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 perform at a high level. Uh, but you know, Angel probably enjoys it, wants to go to WNBA. I'm not sure. I just know she makes more money without the WNBA. So who cares? All right. So I'm hoping that my girl Angel Reese gets it together. Um, that we're able to see my girl back on the stage, back on the court, back on the screens. Uh, definitely shout out to you, Angel, whatever you're dealing with. I'm sending them up for you. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you, you know, be the best that you can be. I'm rooting for you, girl. I know the people around me are rooting for you, too. So, hey, if you're not getting that support from Kim Mulkey, I understand what could possibly be going on. I get that she, you know, is somebody that has challenges herself. You know, we are all human beings and we fall short. Obviously, she was just on TV looking crazy, being drunk and, you know, making certain comments and stuff like that. And that's the that's the backlash that you get when you act in a fool. So, yeah, I'm with you, girl. I'm supporting you all day long. I'm sending you good vibes, good energy. And yeah. All right. So we just mentioned Twitter a little bit with the Andrew Reese and Flaje stuff. But I want to continue with the X talk, which is actually black Twitter. Elon, change the name back to Twitter. Stop with this X stuff. Nobody's using X. We're not. Uh... We got to talk about this Diddy and Cassie stuff. That hit the net. That hit black Twitter. And people had a lot of comments to make. And people thought that Miami would come out. Young Miami would come out and respond. Now, Young Miami is very vocal. But I've been telling y'all from the jump that Young Miami is only with Diddy because she's trauma bonding over her baby daddy dying. Being cute. When her baby daddy was killed, at the same time, Kim Porter died. They say that Diddy had something to do with it. I wouldn't put it past his evil self at this point. Um, But even if he did, he knew that young Miami um, was grieving. And I'm sure he manipulated her in that situation. Now, I'm a big fan of young Miami. I'm a big fan of Carisha. I think what she's doing as a woman is super important for young girls to be able to understand that they can choose a lifestyle that's important to them, not about what somebody else thinks. I just feel like now with all of this information that's coming out that young Miami isn't choosing the lifestyle right now. She's being chosen. Like she's being preyed upon. And although she's old, oh, older, sorry, she's not old. She's, although she's a grown woman, I should say, um, She's still being preyed upon by this monstrous man uh, or monstrous human that claims to be a man because any real man would not do any of those, half of those things that, I can't say any, but half of those things that Cassie reported in that document. That was terrible. So, yeah, I can't even say that he's a real man because who he portrays him to be and who that document 
displayed him as are two complete different individuals. And I don't, I believe Cassie. I stand with Cassie. I think she's telling the truth because she put too much things out there about herself that no one would ever admit. Um, No one in their right mind. She had to have true support from her husband to do that. And I respect her tremendously. And I hope her kids are able to look past this information as they grow older and realize that, you know, mommy made mistakes. Mommy made choices that weren't her best and she wasn't always in her best mind. She wasn't in her best place, you know. Um, she wasn't surrounded around, around the best people. And as a black woman, I don't know what Cassie identifies as. <clears throat> as a woman that, as a, a person that has been young, that has had experiences with people, that has been preyed upon, um, my my heart goes out to Cassie. It goes out to her. And I want all women that has, you know, experienced this this hurt, this pain. Because, you know, I'm on a self-love journey. You know, I've, I've made bad choices. I've made bad decisions. I've, I've seen the darkness. <laughs> uh, and I've, I've been there all the way at the bottom. So I'm sending us all love. I'm 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 pulling from places that I've that I don't even have to pull it from, because um, it was real tough to to read that stuff about Cassie, um, to for it to be, you know, admitted to that point. Because I knew it was bad, but I didn't know he was doing stuff like he got her breast implants. She had breast implants. And he removed the breast implant. He he had her go and remove the new breast implants in a day and put new ones in there. Like she had to get double surgery. One day she went in surgery. Then the next day she went into the surgery again. That is evil mess right there. Because he said they were too big. But how would you know that they were too big? They are swollen. They're new. It's just stuff like that. It's like, come on now. Where's the empathy? Why have you become so monstrous in your lifestyle that this is where we are? So I don't know. I'm a big fan, though, of everything. Um, I'm glad that we're able to see like what life is becoming. I'm thankful that we have the ability these days to expose situations in order to save others. Um, yeah, so that's all I'm gonna have for X Talk today. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna wrap it on up. So I'm gonna wrap it on up now, and I'm just gonna say, uh, I love us. Like, I love everybody. I love black people. Um, I love. I love love um, and I want to see us succeed. I want us to grow and I want us to be happy. And I'm going to leave that here. Be happy. Share some love with somebody today and don't let anybody take your joy because it's yours.